All right, welcome back to the big program. Kevin Carey, Sladislav Schmid on a Thursday morning. We're just awaiting uh, Ethan Moore to check in from, well, I guess... Uh, Father Athel Marie College in Notre Dame. That's where he's hanging his hat, uh, doing some work down there at Notre Dame College. I used to play there a lot of times, laddie. This, this was one of the first, when you think of all the academies <clears throat> that have developed now across the country, Notre Dame is the template that happened for all of them. Okay. Because it was the one college in Canada that where they could draw kids to come in, and it was a school... Back in the day, uh, Perry Murray was a guy that started this in the in the forties, and and it's been running for like a hundred years in Saskatchewan. Where is it exactly? It's, it's about forty five minutes outside Regina. Okay, so a little town called Wilcox. 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 Saskatchewan. Is it, so is it somewhere around Moose Jaw? Yeah, it's I guess yeah, you know guess. maybe forty five to oh, an okay. hour from Moose so. Jaw as well, but very rich history. So many guys went there. You probably, is it nice there? <laughs> That's a good question. They've had lots of development in the last, in, in several decades. You're Back, deflecting the question. Uh, <laughs> when I was growing up, yeah. I knew many guys that went and played there. Many, many, many guys. Okay. And played against many guys. Like Rod Brindamore went there. Oh. oh tons and t- like tons of NHLers played there. True story. In 1988, Notre Dame had... They won the, the, it was called the Centennial Cup back then. So not the Memorial Cup, one level lower. Mm. But they ended up getting kids from all over Canada that were 17 years old. That's pretty cool. They were the best team in Canada. All the seven. This is before Canada had an under 18 program. Mm. But this was the, this is how it was developed because of that. And they had all these players that were 17. Rod Brindamore was one of them. Many other guys that went on to play in the NHL. They were allowed two 20-year-old players. And one of those 20-year-old players was the goalie, Curtis Joseph. Cujo. Cujo. So he played wow. there. They won the whole shebang. And not just one. I think they may have lost four or five games all year. <laughs> that's, how, that's how, as 17-year-olds playing against 20-year-olds, that's how good they were. Yeah. So no, that doesn't, that can't even make you better, though. <laughs> four or five games is like, know, oh, my God. You know, but, but they're all nice 17. To- you know, playing against yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. Uh, what what are your recollections? So you played how many years with Ethan Moore? Four, four or five, somewhere in there. Well, even less, like three, three, three four. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So great guy, yeah, and hardworking guy. Oh. Just one of the best looking guys I play with. Too. <laughs> I gotta, yeah. I gotta throw it out there. Yeah, he was yeah. a handsome man. He was a handsome man. Yeah, a handsome, he was a handsome man. man. But yeah, great family. I had a lot mm-hmm. of fun with him, and 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 great role model. And uh, you know, he was really, really hardworking guy. Uh, took care of himself. Uh, just yeah, I, I have only positive to say about him, and and just really good, like role mm-hmm. working player. Man. One one thing I think a lot of people don't realize about Ethan Morrill is how big and strong he was. <laughs> oh, and yes, and vor- just a workhorse, man. Well, his brother Chad, right? Yeah, he was trainer. he was a trainer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Chopper just just a beast, man. Like honestly, <laughs> big, strong, he could skate. He knew exactly his job what his job was. He played over a thousand games. Mm-hmm. Like a hell of a career, man. Like I and a great genuine guy with a great family. So, yeah. He I think his playing weight, he had to uh, how do you say he had to struggle to not struggle, but he was so big that he had to kind of stay leaner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he, he was could, just a rip. He, he was a monster. Yeah, he was. Know? He was a very strong man. Oh. Like honestly, at the gym, like it, it was impressive. So when you played, you were how you're playing weight ballpark? 
Ballpark would be uh, between around 250. Okay, I was going to say 210. Yeah. It was like, yeah, mostly like closer to 215. Mm-hmm. I remember one year, my after I think my f- first year, MACD told me that, I don't know if MACD would remember this. It's like, you need to get bigger and stronger. Like, I'm like 210. I was, mm-hmm. I was a little lighter than... So I came next year, 227. But it wasn't like I, I was... My body fat uh, test was really good. I think I was like around like 8% and, or yeah. 8-9%. The, the, the old school mm. body fat test, the, the, the pinching. Yeah. I hop on the ice. <laughs> I was turning like a battleship, dude. Like it wasn't pretty at all. McTee's like, what's happening with you? I'm like, well, bigger, stronger. Like, <laughs> 227. I, I remember I, I performed pretty poorly at the camp. They sent me down for like two weeks. So I, to, I to got move. leaner, yeah. I got leaner. Because like at that time that the NHL was already changing, like now you have to be a lean quick, right? Like you need to be like more athlete, but like the old school hockey, like some guys were mm-hmm. just monsters, like muscular. I was really muscular, but no fast twitch, nothing, no dynamic. <laughs> he was like looking at me, I was like, I, I hated him for a little bit because like a young guy, I was like trying to kind of please him, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was the wrong way. Uh, and after that, I just changed my training routine and all of that. And yeah, it, it worked out. They they recalled me back to the NHL and, uh, you know, I yeah. went on with my career. But I remember that 227 was the heaviest I ever been. 227. 227, man. <laughs> Seriously, if it, I couldn't pivot. <laughs> it it, it looked it look funny because, like, I wasn't used to it. Mm-hmm. I probably look good on the beach but <laughs> that was about it <laughs> struggled mightily but it's funny so they sent you down because you just needed to get well like I, I don't think they were happy with me like I wasn't yeah. fast enough like I was late everywhere you know I was I was, I just felt heavy and you know they sent me down I think I think Bucky was uh, was the head coach there in uh, Springfield mm-hmm. and we skated and skated and skated and guys skated some more with Bucky (laughs) (laughs) because you usually play Friday Saturday Sunday or like Friday Saturday so from Monday or if Monday was off Tuesday Thursday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday he would bag the shit out of us like and he would skate with us you know Bucky he's in a great shape Mm -hmm. and he would skate us hard so yeah there was I have you know no way they had a choice then get leaner and, and I did and uh, now I'm staying lean yeah well you're lean now what do you weigh now around like 212 213 oh, yeah. yeah but like I do conditioning every day like mm-hmm. you know like but not I, enough stretching not enough stretching we talked about it yes we I do. don't have time I need new house I need new house with the gym <laughs> yes with the gym because I lose like 45 to an hour of traveling and you know doing all that stuff at the gym. Mm-hmm. I need a gym at my house and, uh, you know, get my routine done early in the morning and, you know, get on with my day. Text coming in, one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Happy birthday, laddie. Been a long time since we were swapping tickets to your games and my pro fights. Uh, you and Chopper still my favorites at Iron Horse Eric. <laughs> so he must have been a boxer. Uh, yeah. Must have been Iron a boxer. Horse. The old Iron Horse. Yeah, <laughs> another place. It it feels like a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I go. 
That was a yes. That was a, that was a quiet place. Uh, Tiger says while we we're talking about Notre Dame, you asked me about what it's like. Uh, Kelvin, or, or is it no? It's Kevin. They, they had lots of activity of building in the last couple decades. It's the exact same as it was before, brother. Well, it doesn't make sense what you're saying, Tiger. Back in the day, we're talking forty years ago. There was massive reconstruction, massive construction over uh, facilities there. There was a wealthy, wealthy family that just built a rink, like a brand new rink. Right. Yeah. How but, many students? Oh, we'll have to uh, figure that out. But it's a big it's school. A, it's a yeah. big school. And I mean, not, they don't just do hockey now. Girl, they have girls hockey. They have lacrosse. They have other oh, okay. things. And if you want, you you go there. To be honest with you, it back in the forties and, and and when Athel Murray Perry Murray started it. It was a place to go where maybe if you were a young kid and in trouble and you didn't have anywhere else to go, you went there. You went to Saskatchewan. Well, you went to Notre Dame because yeah. maybe you you didn't have the ability to succeed wherever you were. Maybe you had problems away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. But Athel Murray, he was a big hockey guy and he he's was a big time operator, this guy. If you do oh. any research on him, a lot of books and, and things like that on, on Athel Murray and movies, He's, there's movies and everything. And really? they talk about all the players that, that played there and went through there, but that's pretty cool. Man. The amount of players, I mean, the, like, I guess Brindamore would be at the top of the list. Cujo, uh, Jaden Schwartz. Uh, well, there's just really? so many to mention. If you looked at their alumni list in the NHL, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. How are we making out with Chopper Duke? Uh, well, Brad is on it. Uh, Brad lining oh, this one up for us, so he's kind of working behind the scenes to see if um, you know what's uh, what's going mm-hmm. on with the Ethan Morrow. But he's probably uh, doing one of his camps here. Very possible. So oh, yeah. we're, that's we're, your competition now, laddie. Kind of. He's a four-round defenseman. <laughs> Uh, and it uh, looks like big uh, difference. Big difference. The best number I could find is about three hundred students. Three hundred students. Yeah. Is the enrollment and yeah, like you said, Kevin, the alumni list. Like, there's two columns yeah. of it here on the Wikipedia page: Wendell Clark, uh, oh. Coburn, Ebbs, Couturier, um, Vinny Cavalier went there. W- Willie Mitchell, Vinny Slater, Cuckoo, Morgan Riley, Jaden Schwartz, uh, Barry Trotz, Wow, Brad Richards, Teddy Purcell, Tyler Myers. Yeah, pretty extensive list of guys. Wow, <laughs> good players. Is that, wow. is, is that good? Yeah, that's pretty good. I would. I, no I played against Wendell Clark when he was there. You did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He How was, was he? Well, not fun to play against. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Nightmare, no? What's funny. Was when, he scary? Oh, well, do you know how strong Wendell was as like a 14 or 15-year-old kid? He was stronger than most guys in the NHL. He was By a, far. He was a beast. Oh, his, well, he's got bigger forearms than most guys have legs. Yeah. yeah. That's why he could shoot the puck like his wrist Popeye shot. Popeye the sailor, man. Oh, yeah. But the, when he when Wendell Clark played minor hockey and then into Notre Dame, then he went, went to the Saskatoon Blades quite quickly, he used to have a, almost a football helmet. That's what his hockey helmet resembled back in the day, a football helmet. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I he, never, like a, he looked like a wrecking ball or what? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, he was he was defense back then too. Oh, yeah. He was drafted as a defenseman. And they, then he went on to have him. a great <laughs> NHL career as, as forward. forward. They moved him to forward, yeah. He was scary, oh. man. I watched some videos of him. Yeah, The hits, the open ice hits, and then then fight would right be, after. Would be some suspensions uh, in today's NHL, but the guy was scary. Yeah. But he could produce, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like he... Well, old school. Old school, They yeah. don't make them like that anymore, no. I don't think. Yeah, he was, uh, he was a tough... Well... 
There's a here, there's another story, Laddie. If you ever do want to look into something with tough old school guys, all the guys that from that where they were from, that it's called uh, Kelvington and Porcupine Plain in that area, so northeast Saskatchewan, and these guys would get together and play fastball in the summertime, fastball, like though. you know fastball, yeah, yeah. right? And all, they had Wendell Clark. They had uh, like Wendell's brother, Kerry Clark, was a pretty tough guy. Don Clark, he passed away. He was kind of a tougher cookie too, but then they had Joey Koser. <laughs> and then they had Kevin Kaminsky, who was pretty tough. He played on this team. Uh, Kelly Chase. Kelly Chase. Yeah. So the, all these guys would come together. And, and then you talk about the parties in the summertime. Think about it back then. So these guys would go to a tournament and then, you know, think about how that would go. <laughs> and, and even if you were an op- if you were playing them in a game, well, you're not exactly going to bowl over the catcher you're not no, gonna no you know because you're not gonna win the the, the battle after the game <laughs> imagine <laughs> playing those guys how timid I, you'd I be. would be intimidated yes yeah. that's yeah that's mildly clayton texts in happy birthday laddie in case you missed it it's laddie's 38th birthday today clayton says i'll build you a new house with a gym boy you're getting Ooh. everything you're getting the is there any discounts building houses is very expensive these days Yes. Um, happy birthday, Laddie. I was at the game at Northlands when you fought a Ginla. You won the fight. I was chirping the Flames fans all the way out of the building. Thanks. Iggy mentioned that fight mm-hmm. uh, this summer when I when I saw him. Yeah. He's like, that was a good scrap. I was like, yeah, yeah. Thank uh, God I survived it. He was a tough, he was a tough, tough yes. guy to, to fight, but yeah, I, Pillman, I, did, I did well. But yeah, Pillman says happy birthday, uh, Laddie. Uh, where was the one... Oh, well, here's the one. And we don't have... Uh, hmm. Hmm. Oh, I got to try to find it. Anyway. Oh, here it is. Uh, we don't have a name on this one, but please send your name in when you re- uh, when we read it. A few years back, my son had the opportunity to stand on the blue line with the Oilers for the national anthem. It was a great experience. However, I was kind of disappointed that the players other than Laddie did not acknowledge his presence with the exception of Laddie. I have a picture of him towering over my small boy. He leaned down, said a few words, tapped him on the head, a small gesture, but one that didn't go unnoticed. I've been a fan ever since. Oh, that's good when they br- would bring the kids out. Makes me very happy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 very cool. It comes I, from a guy named Chris Manning. Uh, oh, I I like I like to interact with the uh, mm-hmm. kids. You know, it's, this Clayton they're usually, guy they're usually nervous. So yeah, this Clayton guy might be getting in touch with you, laddie. Oh. Uh, maybe we'll take a quick break here, Duke, and then we'll come back see if we can get Chopper on the line. Uh, Kevin Carey, Sladislav Schmid on Sports fourteen forty. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. We're going to switch gears here a little bit, kind of trying to hook up with Ethan Morrow. He's probably so busy at Father Athel Murray Pair, Murray College in Notre Dame, uh, that he's probably just, you know, swamped. So we'll try to get him on here maybe at 940. If not, we'll get him on next week or uh, we'll see what happens. So I guess it's time to go, are you in or are you out with Laddie Schmid? We had some great times. We're about to have some more. I know that look. I'm putting together a team. Then I'm in. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Are you in or are you out? On Sports 1440. I'm out. The week of no Oilers mm. hockey continues to roll on, but we have uh, clicked into the month of February where the Oilers have 12 games in total. Uh, I'm saying over the next 29 days in those 12 games, the Oilers will accumulate 
between 15 and 17 points in the NHL's standings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm out on this because I think it'll be more. Confidence, Kev. Uh, not just, I mean, looking at the schedule, I mean, you see such a big game coming up on the 6th in Vegas. And then, of course, you got your hapless Ducks and the Kings have been struggling a little bit and the Oilers play L.A. tough. It's back-to-back. Back-to-back. Well, but it's Anaheim the first night, laddie, and they stink. They won last night. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. But then you've got some other teams that are really... I like how we added against the Sharks. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to go, I I would say, over. I'm going to go the over in the 29 days in the 12 games. So I'm out on this, Duke. More points than 17. How's that sound? Whew. So that would be nine nine games that only lost. So nine nine, and nine, nine, nine wins would put them over this total. Yeah, yeah. Nine, yeah. nine and three. Or eight and well, eight, two. Eight, all, and well, a couple of teams. Yeah, eight, yeah. two and yeah, two. Yeah. Eight, two and two, laddie. Still. You know what? I'm, this is a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I am... Out on this, I think they they can they can do more. I I honestly I honestly think that hopefully they can keep it rolling. We don't know what yeah. you know. It, it's 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 hard. It's kind of like a crystal ball game. Mm-hmm. How are they gonna come back from the little vacations? Because I see them all over the, my Instagram. I think they, I think they come too. back good against Vegas. Like that's yeah. a game I actually think they they win, might have a letdown against Anaheim. But a game like the problem is like they are going to lose again. We all know yes. this. And so and just based off this stretch, like they're kind of due for a bit of a uh, not a rough stretch, but a so-so stretch here even. So I think you know. 17 of 24 available points that's obviously still a very good month oh yeah, yeah. but it's not i mean they went undefeated in the month of january for yeah. goodness sake so six it, out of their first seven are on the road yeah and, and yeah. It, hey guys and it's okay to lose sometimes that's exactly you, right. you know so, and yeah. like i i don't want to put any crazy expectation on them but like yeah. i i feel confident in my oilers might be time to, and then again you lose you reset again and yeah. now you start again so yeah. start uh, start a new streak uh, after yeah. they do eventually catch a loss here um nhl all-star draft goes tonight from toronto uh, after the big trade elias lindholm still there technically representing the calgary flames but uh, i think he'll be the first player off the board by team hughes captain quinn hughes uh, <laughs> making his new teammate feel as welcome as possible down in the six i'm in on that <laughs> it would be awesome like, hey why not uh like i i'm in on it like hmm. it would be great you know, just like, hey, welcome, so, buddy. Do we know who gets first pick? How does I, I haven't heard that yeah. yet. I th- imagine that'll probably be announced right at the time because I, I tried to look into that to see. So here's the thing: if the team, if team he's picking first, maybe not. But mm-hmm. like, there's so many of his Vancouver teammates there Elliot that he's he's not going to get he's not going to get all of them on his team more than likely, right? So I think instead of picking one of his Vancouver you know, guys he's been playing with all year. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a gesture, uh, a gesture so he, of good faith that he makes Lindholm his first selection. They could, he could take Demko first too then. Also possible. Okay, so I'm going to go, I'm out. No, I'll, say, go. I'll say if, if Quinn Hughes gets first pick or whatever his first pick is, he takes Thatcher Demko. Like, do they have to take goalies first? I don't know. Again, I don't know No either. one knows the rules. Because once, like, this uh. is a, a strategy thing. Like, if yeah. everyone else takes goalies first, you can basically wait and leave your goalie for your last pick in <laughs> theories. But I, I, yeah, I just, I just think it'll be like a feel good moment, uh, you know, welcoming him to I, team I agree. and everything. So I, I agree. I think even because they don't really care that much about who's on the team. It's a gesture. It's a good faith move. Uh, I think he goes off the board first mm-hmm. for Team Hughes. Like if they're picking, f- I'm uh, If they're picking first or fourth, wherever, I think he's their guy. Okay. 
But it won't include Jack Hughes, unfortunately, anymore. Uh, is no. Jesper Bratt taking over the yes. co-captain duties as oh, well? Oh, I don't know about yeah, that. I, yeah, I didn't catch. I didn't quite yeah. catch that. But either he probably way. would have taken his brother. Jes- first Jesper Bratt. Well, he was his assistant captain. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, so my, I don't know fault, if Jesper yeah. Bratt will now be the assistant captain yeah, or one fault. of his Vancouver teammates. Yeah. Regardless, um, rumors uh, earlier this week of uh, some NHL expansion talk down in Georgia where there has already been an NHL team fail not once but twice over a couple different eras of hockey. Uh, I'm think I'm saying that the league should not even be considering the Peach State for a third time's the charm. You go ahead, first. Laddie. You go ahead. You played there. Yeah, I I played there. Great city, love it. But honestly, the the ring was half empty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it can bounce back. So, yeah, I'm 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 in on it. They shouldn't shouldn't even be considering. I I don't think okay. so. I think there's way better markets and way better. Well, I wouldn't say way better cities. Like I like Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a great a great city, great location. But I'm not sure the the fan base will support the team again. I understand all that, but I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to say that I am out on the fact that they shouldn't even be considering. Mm-hmm. I think they have to consider this and for one reason and one reason only. One billion dollars. <laughs> Money. One billion dollars. But so there is other parties interested. Like, are. like uh, But are like, they like willing the... to shell out a billion dollars? I, I agree with that, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Like, If they're willing to pay it, the NHL is going to take it if there's not another part like utah of course that news came out uh, right on the heels of mm-hmm. the hockey yeah. canada scandal uh, we know about the quebec city stuff houston there's plenty of kansas yeah. city even there's tons of viable options but who's who has the facilities I, and who has the money the, we, we already have one team that shouldn't be in the league yes yeah, so I, 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 yeah. I don't i don't think so maybe there's a move but they still want to they they, they, they want to yeah. keep this they want to keep the team in arizona there's no denying that but when you're looking for a billion dollar expansion fee, yeah, back you, it, 24 years ago, do you know what the expansion fee was, Laddie, for the two teams that came in? It's gonna be something. Columbus and Minnesota was 80 million dollars. Oh my gosh! 24 years ago, when Seattle came in at 2021, so three years ago, 650 million. So it, no, for, it went from 80 billion. It well, we don't know the number, but it's going to be up in that category. The Oilers, when the Oilers were sold. In 2008, remember that you were there. Yeah. You were here. That was a big deal, right? Because yeah. now you got private ownership. Then yeah. the EIG did a fabulous job to keep the team here yeah. for the decade, but they made a good buck on what they paid for it. Yeah, uh, and then Daryl Cates paid approximately 200 million yeah. for the Oilers. Now, do you know what the Oilers are yeah, worth? Well, no, I was wondering about 1.8 billion. That's pretty good. It's a good little return. Pretty good return. Are, on are they? Are they uh, one of the highest? About the seventh Seven. ballpark. Seventh. You know, so they are one of the. Oh higher. yeah, well because they're that's what they're worth and they bring they generate revenue. Yeah, a lot. A lot of well, all the Canadians teams. The, you know, who is is Toronto or Rangers? Tr- Toronto and the Rangers I, are. I yeah. think New York is the yeah. highest value team, and Toronto, Montreal are Real two and three, two, three, I believe. Yeah, over two. Mm-hmm. All right, wild stuff. Uh, shifting our focus briefly to the NFL as the uh, second to last head coaching vacancy got filled yesterday as Mike McDonald. Uh, will take over in Seattle. Hang on, Duke. Update. Update. Dan Quinn in Washington. Is this right now? 100 per. We're actually late to the party on Oh, wow. All right. Uh, yeah, I haven't been on my phone as we've been, uh, or not checking Twitter anyway, as we've been trying to cook up with uh, Ethan Morrow. But all right, well, we'll tell you what, let's add Atlanta or Washington to this list then. Okay. All the head coaching vacancies are now filled. Um, the Chargers, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Patriots, the Raiders, the Titans, the Seahawks, and now the Commanders, all with new full-time head coaches. Of course, Vegas hiring 
interim HC Antonio Pierce. Of all those teams, I think the Atlanta Falcons will have the most wins next season. You can take it. <laughs> I am out on this, Duke, yeah. and you and I, Duke, we're going to have a wager. We're going to figure out what this wager is going to be a year from, like right now, mm-hmm. in the offseason. Because you, you bet on uh, Houston, what was it, seven and a half wins? That was the over I took, yeah. Okay, so you took the over there. Nice. Which was an alternate line. So yeah. who, who is your team you would pick? Well, that's the thing. we got to work through this. I probably have two teams. I think Seattle would be ahead of Atlanta, but I also think the, and I hate Chargers. to say it, the, Charge. the LA Chargers, because they have the best quarterback of the bunch by far in this group, yeah. I, and they have a new look, I guess, you know, you could say with everything. Oh, Harbaugh coming yep. in. The, it'll yep. be a different team next that's year, my, for sure. I'm stealing far. my team. Who, me? <laughs> yes. No. Well, that's Connor Halley's team. But no, I, I'm going to say the Chargers are. So I'm going to say, I, I'm out. Atlanta's not the team here. Yeah. Sorry. I'm out on it as well. I think Chargers. Easy. Like, quarterback makes the world of difference. Atlanta has so much talent on that roster. And um, Arthur Arthur Smith was lambasted for it, uh, for his his usage of them, basically. But, like, they're going to get a quarterback this summer, a new one, draft one, free agent, Mm -hmm. who knows. Okay. I I just think they're – and their division sucks. So there's basically like I can't wait for this bet, Duke. I can't wait. Is this I, is this in an in in or out or Atlanta segment? <laughs> <laughs> back to back Atlanta. Back Atlanta. Yeah. Man, that wasn't what's, even. What's, uh, what's up with your Atlanta and you? Uh, uh, sometimes, like, like you said, sounds like a fun city. I'd love. To, it is very fun. I'd love city. to visit sometimes. Yeah. So, all right, we'll round it out uh, as we very often do on Thursdays with the little food in or out question. This came up because uh, McDonald's Canada kind enough to drop off some McRibs oh. fries and drinks for us in the studio yesterday. Is the McRib? What is time? Back. Two two o'clock. You're, yeah, long, yeah. you're long I gone, know. Kev. This but is, how about we have some of this like on a ten o'clock for Laddie when he comes? This in. is unbelievable. But with this the, happens week after week. I I don't know. With the orders of fries, they of course uh, throw a handful of the tiny little ketchup packets in the bag. These things are worse than useless. Okay. No offense to whatever, re- whether it's like during COVID, there was even a stretch where like sit down restaurants were giving these to you because you couldn't have a ketchup bottle that multiple people were. Uh, touching. Mm-hmm. So okay. regardless, I'm just saying like I'm out on these condiment packets. Okay. Are we talking if you're let, let's say Rogers and you're buying hot dog, they're there too. So I cannot imagine eating hot dog without ketchup. And I get it is annoying. What or or, or mustard, mustard okay. or mustard. Yeah. Whatever. I, I put both. Mm-hmm. I put both. I cannot imagine just eating like my son dry hot, hot dog. dog. Yeah. I, I I can so you need it, it sucks packets. it sucks it sucks I'm not gonna lie it is a lot of work and usually it it's all over your fingers too yeah but I I'm I'm willing to go through the battle <laughs> because it just makes makes the hot dog much better aren't the relish packages the worst yeah, yeah. It, it it is awful but like I will go through it I will so I don't do a lot of takeout like the Duke here and whatever else. And it's always garbage food with this, him, hey? Yeah, taco he in the bag. Taco in a bag, and he's getting the McRib. Uh, Mix in a home-cooked dinner, yeah, please. I, have I, I, do. I have I I cook myself dinner most nights, but for lunch, Mac I don't know. Like, yeah, it's yeah, free it's food K- getting dropped K- off. KD. I'm not going to tell me I'm not going to eat it. Yeah, K- KD, gourmet. I chop up some hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel fancy tonight. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I think I'm... I'm, I'm I'm in on this one because I think you got to. I only have a hot dog once 
in the summertime once a uh, week when I play at the ranch with Marie and the guys. Yeah. I'll have a hot dog at the turn. and But it really, I hate it because, again, I like to have the relish on there. And then you go tee off because it's at the turn. You tee off and you got crap all over your hands. It's sticky. Yeah, it's sweet, you know. It's called, it's called, what is it, paper towel, I think? Well, and, I get it. And but then you, there's a hand sanitizer. Yeah, I so know what it like is, Laddie. Wipe but it you, and yes, then you can but, wash your hands. Yeah, but you're not a golfer. And okay, so you go... You get it all over. Yeah, your I only play serious sports. <laughs> but I, honestly, you, you when you do that at the turn, you're going to go. Oh, yeah, I, I I I get it, yeah. man. And just I, like I, get, you say. I just I just I don't think I could eat hot dog without anything. Like I honestly don't it's think tough. I could do it. Like a hot dog has to have something on it. I, I'm with you on that, laddie. But like, <sighs> yeah, but uh, anything other than other anything other than a hot dog, where one pack will do, right? Yeah. One, but if you have like an order of fries or something, one pack that's like good for one fry, basically, hey. maybe two. Hey, later today, I, I will probably come home and I buy these kale salads that they're in package, and they 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 have the dressing yeah, in yeah, these. Yeah. My God, okay. I mother effer that thing every <laughs> single day, almost whenever I do. It it is it drives me nuts because it's. They should, like, but we, you know this what is it, 2023. Do, can we figure something else out? It's like Costanza, though, laddie, you know, like when he was opening a condom wrapper, like a bag of <laughs> chips, you know, you got to open it like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm married now, yeah, so. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so. But, <laughs> okay, here's a question. Through the battle. You won't know the answer, but Duke will. What uh, restaurant gives you would give you the double pack of ketchup together it was the wider one. Oh yeah yeah there was a white like it was two packs in one which was pretty easy to get into what restaurants do you go, I, go to i don't know i've saw i've seen them at work back in the day do you I remember don't, I so you, it's usually not a good restaurant if you have a, like a ketchup no, no, for on. takeout oh for, oh, okay. for takeout oh, okay, so it was okay. it like it was two or three packs in one yeah yeah like that, that's, that's better but it's still a mess yeah like regardless and like when you try and rip the full corner off, so then you can just throw that little piece away, but then it just like the side will rip down. And then when you squeeze it out, it's not mm-hmm. coming out the tiny little hole. It's like spreading out the whole side of the package. Like, like, like when I first moved to North America, that was the first time I saw condiments at certain restaurants on the table mm-hmm. for anybody to grab. Because in, in Czech, I don't think you have to kind of like ask for it or they put it on the plate <laughs> for you. Oh, really? Hey? Yes. Yeah. Because I, for me, it, it looked disgusting. Now, now because I'm Can- Canadian, half Canadian, I grab it and I put it on my plate. But yeah, they, they usually, because the way we eat ribs, like certain restaurants, they, they put like a horseradish, like a fresh horseradish, mustard, and ketchup, but they put it on a plate. Uh, B says Peter's Drive-In gives you the extra large size of Heinz. Uh. Tomato ketchup packet. Cat That's the milkshakes says, and the burgers, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you got to get the licorice, uh, licorice milkshake there, laddie. Oh, I don't like licorice. Oh, you'll love it. Yeah. A&W also, the double packs of ketchup. Oh, yeah? And, I haven't uh, been there. Well, guys, like, let's, like I don't go to fast food. To these, yeah. Not any, well, my son likes uh, McDonald's, but I used to, like, hungover. I would crush, like, four cheeseburgers oh, yeah. and chicken <laughs> McNuggets. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I don't get hungover. So, <laughs> yeah. like... But that that would be my, I would I would do I would do McDonald's hangover or donor, donor big donor guy. Text comes in from Brett from Stony. Only a mess if you have sausage fingers, Duke. 
Very fair. Yeah. Well documented, my sausage fingers. Well, the, that's that's a surgeon. Surgeon is texting this or what? Like, <laughs> well, I yeah, have a very delicate. Yeah, I'm a I'm a finger yeah. model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Duke. Yeah. Oh, love it. Well, that's all she wrote. Uh, I guess. Yes. Right? Uh, Miles, his first world problems uh, with a five minute conversation about ketchup packets. Too funny. Too funny. Yeah. Well, hey, it's, not, it's the trivial things in yeah. life, right? Oh. Like, and one more thing, I hope everybody just like. Is there any other ketchup besides Heinz that you would use? Yeah, I don't mind a French's. French's because they do the mustard. Um, Got your animals. You know, guys. it's actually like so, like no name ketchup. Oh come on, Duke! Like it's ketchup. My Open guys. the door. I'm leaving. <laughs> Open the door. Heinz, no. Yeah. Heinz is the ketchup. For the sure. ketchup, right? For you sure. know what they said. So I never had French's ketchup. Okay. It's not bad. It's but yeah. the, as they say, there are no other kinds beside Heinz. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that. <laughs> Love it. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come uh, back. Did, did you get Chopper on the line? No, but oh. he he might have called back. Okay. Uh, I did see a call come in, but uh, just before we hop to break, we'll uh, we'll run our ski report as well. Oh yeah. Well, uh, sorry. Time for the ski report. Here's the Duke. This is the Sports 1440 Ski Report. This is your Ski Report for Thursday, February 1st, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. Warm temperatures continue for a couple more days before returning to more seasonable weather by the weekend. This means the cycle of icy in the morning and slushy in the afternoon is still with us. At Marmot Basin and Jasper, all lifts are operating, but no new snow in the last few days. In Banff, no new snow at Lake Louise, Sunshine, or Norquay, with all lifts running at Louise and Sunshine, and five of six lifts at Norquay. Icy conditions at the top of Nakiska have their gold chair on standby today, and Castle Mountain is offering limited terrain today, with most runs on the lower mountain closed due to poor coverage. At Kicking Horse, there's no new snow, and some upper mountain bowls are closed due to elevated avalanche risk. Similar story at Revelstoke, as terrain is limited and no new snow. Fernie, Kimberly, Panorama, and all the Okanagan resorts have terrain closures due to lack of snow. Locally, the hills are faring well through the recent unreasonable weather. With all lifts and runs open, but some terrain parks are closed or on standby until the conditions soften later in the day. That was your Snow Valley Ski Report. All right, welcome back uh, to the big program, 945. Obviously, Ethan Morrow had some uh, prior commitments that just kind of came, you know, in the last little bit. So we'll get the old Chopper on. We'll see exactly how next week progresses. Laddie is off next week, big tournament. Yeah, we are going to Calgary for Calgary. a show- showcase. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we might flip-flop uh, Laddie. We'll see, and then maybe we'll get uh, Chopper yeah. On with Laddie. It would be nice. We'll see how it goes. We'd like to reconnect with him. So you asked, we were talking in the commercial uh, about Dustin Bufflin. So <laughs> big buff. Big buff. And you had a little run in with buff? Yeah, I did. Unfortunately, yes. Um, yeah, we played in Winnipeg. And I don't think I ever encountered, yeah, I encountered two really strong guys. Is mm-hmm. Dino Chara? He grabbed me in Boston from behind and like, you know, he's Slovakian. I was checking. He's like, hey, laddie, come here. <laughs> kind of like, you know, in Slovakian language. And I, was like, I looked up. I'm like, okay, yeah, don't worry. I'll be, I'll be right there beside you. But he was very nice. But he grabbed me like, you like, knew he like, grabbed like, you. like that firmly grabbing a child that's doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Pulls me. Well, in Winnipeg, there was a huge scrum. And it's like we are going at it. And all of a sudden, 
me and my D partner, Chris Butler, getting grabbed. But okay. it's like ragdolled. And somebody's twisting my jersey like from behind and twisting really, really tight and tighter and tighter <laughs> to the point that I, and he's doing the same thing to my partner with the other hand. So he was ragdolling two guys. And I'm 6'3", like, like I yeah. said, 215, you know. Chris Butler wasn't like a small guy either. Ragdolling us. But he was tight. Like, I had to tap out. I'm like, <laughs> please, like, let me go. I turn around. It's, it's Big Buff. Yeah. And he's like, this is the monster's voice too. He's like, just let go. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, you let go. You got to choke me out. I had, a, I had the jersey burn. Yes, the burn. The burn for a month. Dude, like it was, it was so sore. It was burning for a month. So I was, I was hating Big Buff for a month. I'm telling you, I, that was, that was the strongest person I ever encountered. I think on the ice, it was ridiculous. The guys were dying laughing on the bench because it was comical. He was just like ragdolling two NHL players, <laughs> but like he twisted the jersey so tight, like I, I almost felt like he's gonna decapitate me, mm-hmm. like the poor giraffe last week. And wh- who was the D partner? Chris Butler. And what did he say too? I, I don't remember. Like, he wasn't happy because it looked very, very embar- embarrassing. Yeah. But I think I got the worst out of it. Like, he, my God, big buff, man. He, he was a load, wasn't he? <laughs> he was, uh, and dude, like, and, and, like, he was just, like, so massive. Mm-hmm. Like, and, uh, like, he was playing, what, 260, 270? That, that was, they, they said that he's playing at that way, but yeah. like, was, was it really? I think it was maybe even more, but he could move. Like he could move, he could skate. He was so scary though. Like when he got, he, when he got really mad, he could seriously hurt you with, mm-hmm. with some big hits, you know, but he was great. Besides. Too, too bad his career ended the way he did. Yeah, I mean, he what could have played shame. for a, long, a lot longer. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, besides Chara and uh, besides Big Buff, we got some fans yeah, waving yeah. to Laddie here through the glass doors at Sports fourteen forty in the mall. Uh, any other bigger kind of guys that you know you when you went to tangle with them? What about forwards? Like more, more forwards that you had to engage with in front of the net? I guess like tangle, yeah. Like like in Detroit, friends and in Holmstrom, like but they wouldn't like fight you or anything to be honest. Mm-hmm. But they were like just they would just stand there. They would take anything and hard they would, to move too. Hard to move, and they had the skill to score goals around the net. They were like really, really hard to play against. And like we mentioned that line, and, and again, like I, the hardest job, like one of the hardest lines to, to, to play against was like in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Duke's going to be happy about this one. I, I recently <laughs> learned he's a Ducks fan. You couldn't uh, believe that the yeah. Duke is a Ducks fan. Perry Getzloff, Bobby Ryan, that yeah. line was massive. Huge, skilled Obviously, Corey Perry could get under your skin. It, uh, yeah, it was like going to the gym for like <laughs> two and a half hours. Uh, yeah, and obviously, like <clears throat> you know, like f- fighters, mm-hmm. like um, Bade Bielak was a massive guy. You know, like he was a big guy. He was a big guy. Mm-hmm. You know, too bad. Yeah, happened. Yeah. Um, who else? You know, like well, the boogeyman. The boogeyman, yeah. Derek like, Bugard. Derek Bugard. Again, like, what a shame. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he was massive, and he was pretty scary. You know, a guy that comes out for alumni skates who, back in the day, was a big guy and strong uh, hands, is Brant Myers. You've seen oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big Mize, he's got some mitts that could... <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm probably forgetting. Yeah, forgetting. Some well, look guys. at even you see yesterday you were with Big George. Big, yeah. You know. I was. I was just gonna say yeah. before. Before, yeah, George. Big George was oh. big and scary. Yeah. But like those guys would usually fight each other. They wouldn't, unless you did something stupid, mm-hmm. you know, and they would have to hold you accountable. They wouldn't go after just, you know, somebody like me, mm-hmm. you know, like I wouldn't stand a chance. Or anything. <laughs> so we're not going to see you before the Oilers play again in Vegas next Tuesday. Uh, what do you think of that's going to be 17 in a row? This is a run that we've only seen once before. They could tie Pittsburgh. What do you think? I think there's a good chance. Mm-hmm. I think I, the way I look at it, you know, they have something to yeah. prove. Vegas beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, and, and everybody thinks about it. I, I don't know how much it is in, in their heads. I, like, I, I, I feel like they have unfinished business and whenever they play team like that, mm-hmm. you know, who kicked them out of the playoffs, I, I think it's an extra motivation. Do you think, yeah, I think that's very true. And do you think it's better that they're playing a team like this? Right Let's away. just say they're playing Anaheim, poor sisters of the poor Anaheim. What if they played them coming out of the break? I don't think it would be the same. I, we've seen it even in, in this streak. The team doesn't play the same way against teams like Chicago or mm-hmm. Columbus. It's... I, I mentioned it on the show before. They still found a way how to win. They're still the better team against these teams, but yeah. then they play really good teams and they rise to the level that that mm-hmm. we see that Oilers are one of the best teams in the NHL. So I'm hoping to see the same thing against the Vegas. Well, positive Bronte fan. That's how we're going to end it. Happy birthday, laddie. You don't look a day over 29. Thank you. Look at that, I, I agree. I agree with that statement. Twenty nine, eh? Twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't usually look in the mirror in the morning because I'm too, too sleepy today. I, I woke up like four fifty. Uh, uh, my wife didn't even acknowledge. I nothing. left the room. No. Yeah, but last night was the birthday dinner. Yeah. Well, true. you're probably busy tonight. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the kids in the kids house. Hockey. Uh, apparently, no. Yeah. So, so this is my this is my birthday day. So I go home. Then I have to go uh, to the Nisku ring for a video, come come home, little bank visit, and then we have a birthday dinner for me with all the kids, cake, mm-hmm. I guess presents, hopefully daddy was a good boy. <laughs> uh, and then I have a 8.30 p.m. game at Morinville against, against the Titans. Oh, that's a late. Why so late? No, sorry, against Island, Island Wild. Sorry, okay. Titans. Island Wild from BC. Oof. That's a late. Yeah, that's a late game. Oh, I I, I voice my displeasure <laughs> to the commissioner of the league about uh, my birthday being ruined by the uh, by the game. Well, it's not going to be ruined if the kids going to win. Right. But if we lose, I'm not going to be very happy about it. What about uh, the weekend? You got more of a, another more, tournament? Yeah. Uh, well, I have. Today, Friday games, and then Sunday games. And I'm missing on my son, son's, uh, is it Fox Creek? Is it? Is Could it be, a, yeah. Is it a place? Yeah, he's got yeah. a exhibition game, two oh. exhibition games. So On the weekend. But yeah, but yeah, I can take him because we have a game, so kind of sad about him because uh, he has been playing better lately. You're going to miss out Friday night. The Duke and I are going to the Golden Bears hockey game at Claire Drake Arena against UBC. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, well, UBC number one. Yeah, I know. I I talked to some of the 
uh, Golden Bear players, and but it's pretty tight, right? Like it's like yeah. a point there, two points there. What, what, what are Bears they? Third, four, four, number four, four. number four now. Number four. Well, they so, split in Saskatchewan, so and Calgary is Calgary would be two, I think. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have Ian Herbers on head coach coming up at ten twenty. Uh, and then also if he needs some pointers just uh, point him my way well I was, <laughs> I'm just joking <laughs> you should be behind the glass watching us with the watching with the Duke on Friday night wearing a Golden Bears outfit uh, I don't know what the Duke will wear but probably Anaheim Ducks jersey God <laughs> I know isn't that a something else I got drafted by Anaheim yeah. Ducks but Mighty Ducks I yeah. still have the jersey that was the logo yeah. oh that's it I show it to my son when we were in check because my mm-hmm. jersey is there he loves it there you go. Well, like, hey, when when the Ducks traded uh, Laddie away in the prong reel, I was I was torn up. Like this was like one of our top prospects coming through the system. He played in Portland that year, and uh, they came three time World Junior. So you're like, so you're like a big follower of Anaheim oh. Ducks. Oh like, yeah, like he knows it all. Yes, uh, two three the o, the o three Cup run is when I that wow. was like that was like what got me into being a hockey fan. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Like, so you're not just like a... Yeah, he's new, not just a I, casual I didn't, I didn't, fan. Ho- I didn't hop I, on the bandwagon in uh, the glory years of the 2010s here that uh, ended pretty poorly mm-hmm. to take us to where we are now, but... I uh, I respect that. I respect it, but like, that's, that's kind oh, of weird. Like forgot uh, Hammer sent a text in. That's how, <laughs> that's how we're ending it. No. Sorry, that's how we're ending it. Because, There's no shinny today. I um, missed it. Because we had this with um, Schlemmer yesterday. Okay, because we're talking about all-star skills competition. So this is from your buddy. <laughs> this is from your buddy, the Hammer. Okay, I should be at what? Off, off no, the no. Glass skill competition. No, yeah. Hammer says. <laughs> Hammer says maybe we should just do a Schlemmer against Laddie fourteen forty all-star competition. Other than high off the glass and dump and chase, <laughs> what o- what other events would there be? <laughs> Schlemmer, he was laughing, but you know the hammer's going to get him. it. I'm <laughs> just thinking, what else? How, how many cross checks per per minute yeah. you can do? How, yeah, how about cross checks to the back of a guy standing in front of the net? I could, and, I could crush it. And the hammer is the guy. He's the t- crash test dummy. Oh my dummy. god! Yes. Connor and I were talking about this. That'd be a great uh, spectacle for the Ice Palace right oh. here at the mall, but short glass. So you got to be gla- very, very careful with your chips. I hate a short glass. It's, yeah. it's crazy, but yeah, off the glass. Yeah. If you can get it off the glass, out of the zone, without uh, causing icing, you're in the NHL. You know what they it's say? It's an art. You know what they say, laddie? If they can notice you. <laughs> when, in, when in doubt, get it out. Doubt. It's true that. The go. best defensemen, you know, outside yeah. of the superstars, are those... Who are barely noticeable on the ice? Mm-hmm. I tell you that, and the coach will tell you that. Yeah. Well, thanks, Laddie. Happy birthday, big guy! Thank and you so have much. A, have a great weekend. We'll let you know what's going on for next week. Please do. Thank that's you, guys. Our, yeah, have a that's great our morning. co-host and birthday boy, Ladislav Schmid. Happy 38th on Sports 1440. Uh, and thanks to all of our listeners who sent in a text wishing Laddie a happy B day. Top of the hour, we will check in with Tyler Greenslade, Harry. Ainley, Titans head coach of football. We'll talk a little Lawala Guac. And also, it's the 50th anniversary of the Triprov basketball tournament, which is one of the best going in Western Canada. And then Ian Herbers, Golden Bears men's hockey coach, will be with us at 1024. St. Albert Dodge, game of the day coming up tomorrow and Saturday at Claire Drake Arena. Before that, time now for a Sports 1440 update brought to you by the Snow Valley Ski Club. All runs and lifts are open and ready for family fun seven days a week. Visit snowvalley.ca for details. Here is the Duke.